On the last episode, my trainer Charlotte told me that I needed to find proper running shoes. So the first thing you have to do is shoes. Yes. So go to call ahead and make sure that Jerry's there. Tell him I sent you. He'll, he'll just give you great, like, you know, he's, he's the best. He's so good at what he does. Nobody like him anywhere in, the, in, I think he's probably the best guy in the country. Cool. It's like a secret. So go to him and, and he will advise you well. And he'll also, like, in running stores, I mean, they will always try and sell you, like, the stupid, you know, funky, fabulous looking shit. It's not about that at all. For roughly half my life, I've only worn one pair of sneakers. I'm not sure if they offer any support or if they're good for my arches, if that's even a thing. I just find them to be very comfortable and extremely stylish. Blacktop Adidas Sambas. You know those classic soccer sneakers with the signature three-stripe stitch across the middle? That's my go-to footwear. Here's what I love about them. They don't scuff easy, and they go with almost any outfit. I even wore a pair to my niece's bat mitzvah. I forgot to pack my dress shoes. But in my opinion, I was able to pull off the look. I know as much about fashion as I do about running, but I'm willing to bet that if I were on what not to wear, Clinton and Stacy would allow me to keep my beloved Sambas. There are three constants in my universe. One, the Mets will always let you down. Two, if there's a real Housewives marathon on television, Jenna's going to watch it. And finally, three, if it's not a black tie affair, I'm going to be wearing my Sambas. I think it's amazing because I've never seen anybody besides like Louis C.K. and his black shirts just wear the same thing. It's like it's a part of you. It's a part of your costume. That's my colleague and office mate Jamila. So when I first started working with you, maybe like a couple months into working with you, you had ordered some shoes offline and they arrived and you were so excited and you opened the box And they were exactly like the shoes that you were wearing. So I was confused. I was just like, okay, well, sometimes people like to buy, if they love shoes, a pair of shoes so much, they'll buy another pair. That's exactly like it just to replace it. But then the more we talked, it occurred to me that those are the only shoes that you buy and you just keep buying them. And when they wear out, you just keep buying them and not just Adidas. What are they? What are they called? Sambas? Sambas? Not just Adidas Sambas, but the same black pair of adidas sambas so my question is like what what would you do if they stopped making them i don't know what i'll do if they ever discontinue making these shoes you'll you'll have to switch it up you'll have to get another oh well of course like i'll have to do that i'm I'm gonna need shoes yes but i don't know what i would replace these with but if you find another replacement you're just gonna keep getting that shoe yes over and over and over and over again okay it just goes with everything (laughs) Thank you, Jamila. You're welcome. The Fonz has his leather jacket, Indiana Jones has his fedora, and I have my Sambas. These shoes are a part of my identity. I received almost as many messages from my good friends about switching my Sambas out than Caitlyn Jenner being on my show. So now that I have to buy new shoes, I didn't know where to begin. This is when I learned about Jerry, who is known in some circles as a foot whisperer. A man who is known as simply the best guy to go see if you need running shoes, along with running advice. I was in buying shoes, and there was a race coming up that weekend, and Jerry's like, hey, hey, what are you going to run on Saturday? And uh, 
And I said, I don't know, it's like a 5K. Because I don't know, probably right around 18 minutes. And I wasn't really feeling really confident. I wasn't really in good shape. And, he's, and he leaned into me. And he looked at me in the eye. He said, come on, be great. From Wonder Wheel Media in New York, this is Marathon Man. One man's constantly out-of-breath journey to run a marathon in one year's time. I'm Matt Bogart, and on today's episode, I have to find a pair of running shoes and seek out a man who is the running shoe authority in New York City. But first, I wanted to know the importance of having a good pair of running shoes. For this, I spoke to orthopedic surgeon at NYU Medical, Dr. Joseph Bosco, about why running shoes matter. You can have a variety of uh, foot issues, and if your shoe doesn't fit or it's not contoured for your foot, there's people with no arches, flat feet, there are people with high arches, right? So you have to get, you know, a certain amount of arch support for each one. Uh, but certainly, you know, we worry about plantar fasciitis. You know, that's a very difficult uh, thing to treat. It's a very difficult condition to treat. It's painful. It's a heel spur. People call them, quote, heel spurs. It's really not a bony problem. It's inflammation of the plantar fascia, connective tissue in the bottom of your feet. And it can take six or nine months to get better. And, you know, tell a runner something's got to take six or nine months. They're, they're, they're anxious when it takes six or nine minutes. So it's a long time, and surgery is not great for it, so they oh. just have to wait it out and stretch it. So you don't want to develop plantar fasciitis, because if you're training for the marathon, and six weeks before the marathon, you know, you get plantar fasciitis, it's pretty tough, tough to overcome. I mean, uh-uh. so you, you have to make sure the, sh- the shoe is well cushioned and, uh, and wide enough, because if the shoe's too narrow in the front, if you have wide feet and the two shoe's too narrow, your toes get forced together, and you can get Morton's neuromas or irritation in nerves. If there's not enough padding on the back, you get something called metatarsalgia, which is inflammation in metatarsal heads, which is painful. What are metatarsal heads? Uh, there's bones in your feet called metatarsals. They're right by the toes underneath, like the ball, the ball of your foot. Uh-huh. That's the metatarsal heads. And so if those aren't padded, you can get inflammation there. You can get a, something called a sesamoiditis. Sesamoid is a, a bone that's connected into a, that's contained within a tendon in your foot. Uh, underneath your great toe, and that can actually fracture. You can get a stress fracture. Again, those things will put you out for months. Yeah. So if you've been like you, training for nine months for a marathon, you know, and you're in New York City Marathon, which is the first weekend in November, and then September you come in with sesamoiditis or plantar fasciitis, you know, you can't train for six weeks, and that knocks a lot of people out of marathon. That's That sounds, uh, that sounds scary. Not good. Well, it's not scary. It's not scary like you're going to die or like you get your foot chopped off. But if you've been spending, you know, eight hours a, a week part of a year. training for a marathon and, you know, living a monastic lifestyle, no drinking on Friday nights, you know, like, you know, losing weight and doing the right thing, all of a sudden, bam, you get this overuse syndrome and you're out. That's, that's not great. But what I recommend my people, my, my patients are, you got to go to a running store. And these running stores, the, yeah, these guys, they're like idiot savants with these, with these running shoes. They'll sit there and spend an hour with you, looking at your feet, measuring your feet, watching you walk. They have force plates so you can stand on. And, and they fit you with a shoe that works for you. And, and they're not out to make a lot of money. It's not like they're going to try and get you in, you know, a $300 pair of shoes and sell you some, some uh, orthotics. I mean, it's usually reasonable. But these guys are mostly runners, and they spend a, a lot of time with you. And what, what I recommend my patients is once you find a shoe, stay with it. But you have to, re, if you're really running, you have to replace a shoe every 200 or 250 miles. 
So if you're running 20 miles a week, that means you get a new pair of sneakers every two and a half months, which is who does that? You know, I still have sneakers <laughs> I had from high school, right? So, but, but the problem is, is that, frankly, if you're running that much, you, wear, you don't wear the sole out, but you reduce the cushioning, and all of a sudden your feet will start hurting. So you just got, you find a brand and a style you like, you know, Air Jordan, number twos, they're not running shoes, but whatever you like, you find it that fits you, and then you go with it. But you got to get, like, probably if you're running 20 miles a week or 30, 30 miles a week is not that much. Yeah. Right? You know, that's, you know, it's, for, it's a lot, but it's not that much if you're a big-time runner. That means you're getting new sneakers, like, every two months. The week that I met with my trainer, Charlotte, a few people from work went out for drinks. I was talking to my colleague Scott about the podcast. I didn't know this at the time, but Scott used to be a serious runner. Not only has he ran three marathons, but at one point he told me he was jogging 70 miles a week. Scott was giving me advice, and then the topic of footwear came up. Well, you're talking about, you know, where you should go, and I was like, oh, well, I know a guy. And then you mentioned, like, oh, I know someone on the Upper East Side who's supposed to be the shoe whisperer. I said, oh, yeah, Jerry Macari. And Jerry was really instrumental to me, uh, both in like helping me find shoes, which for those of you perhaps that aren't running, don't understand like the <laughs> the joy of finding the right shoes or find or someone who helps you navigate all the many different kinds of shoes. Um, and even actually just sort of like as a runner and and a guy, um, I I probably told you the story at the time uh, where I was in buying shoes and there was a race coming up that weekend, and Jerry's like, hey, hey. What are you gonna run on Saturday? And uh, and I said I don't know. It's like a five k. Because I don't know. Probably right around eighteen minutes. And I wasn't really feeling really confident. I wasn't really in good shape. And he's and he leaned into me. And he looked at me in the eye. He said, "Come on, be great." And I was like, "Okay, dude." And uh, you know, or, and I and and I went and I paid for my shoes. You know, probably somewhat sheepishly, but it stayed with me. And that actually sometimes stays with me to this day, irrespective of running. I imagine Jerry peering into me. He's an intense dude, and saying, "Come on, be great." And it was the pause too. It was the pause between "Come on" and "Be great" that showed me he was serious. And you were you just a customer at this time, or was he just a regular you? customer? Wow, just a regular customer. Now, granted, at this point, you know, like you know, I was doing a lot of miles. You know, and at this point, when you're doing a couple hundred miles a month, you're going through a pair of shoes like every other month, and then also, then you're looking for more specialized shoes. They're your basic training shoes, um, and then they're also your shoes for racing. And one of the big things that Jerry did for me is he talked to me. He didn't talk me into it. It did not take a lot of convincing, but. He suggested that I run a marathon in flats, which are the, the thinner racing shoes. They're kind of like, sort of like bedroom slippers. Um, and he said, come on, you run clean, you're built light, you can do it. And so I started running in these ASICs uh, racing shoes um, for marathons. I wouldn't really train in them, but I would run them, uh, but I'd, I'd run my races in them. And, um, and I credit that, you know, for helping me get under three hours. It also, I also felt it taught me a lot about, uh, running because so many modern running shoes and there was the, like the minimalist movement from a few years ago and things like that. But so many modern running shoes, there's so much cushioning and so much support. You don't feel the road. And when you're running in a really thin, more minimal shoe, you're much more conscious of your stride. You're much more conscious of the impact. And to me, I actually felt like I got a lot of stride efficiency by racing in flats. I wouldn't say it's even tough love. He's just sort of like a great, intense character, really believed in what he was doing, right? The thing about his shoe, his shoe store was they only carried what they liked. 
and it was like I don't know is there like a little wine shop near you where like the proprietor is like a really curated experience and maybe maybe that guy loves Beaujolais or something like that like this Jerry wasn't like I only like minimalist running shoes now he had a lot of variety of running shoes but the fact that he and his staff endorsed all they had uh they believed in what they believed in what they sold so I made the trek to see Jerry at his store, Urban Athletics, on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. He didn't want me to record our conversation. Usually that's a deal breaker for me, since I want to record every aspect of my journey. But I thought the opportunity to have an appointment with the best guy in the area was too important to skip, and I'm really glad I made that concession. When I walked into his store, he was helping two other people at the same time. He wasn't panicked or pushy, he just made it appear like it was a normal day. After I introduced myself, Jerry asked me if I had any sports injuries or medical conditions, and then he watched me walk back and forth in my Sambas. There are some stores that have you walk on a treadmill and record your movement with sensors, but Jerry, who has been doing this for decades, doesn't need to rely on any algorithms. I find that very comforting and authentic. I mean, I could read results off of a computer, but I couldn't observe proper form and technique. It takes a professional to learn from simple observations. After observing stride and form, he came back with three different sneakers. He insisted that comfort was the most important thing in my situation, since I have relatively normal feet and I don't have any injuries. The first box I opened were a pair of New Balance sneakers. They were a dulcet gray with sharp neon green lines, a far cry from my classic black and white sneakers. After I laced them up, I started to walk around in them, and I said, wow, it's like I'm walking on clouds. To which Jerry responded, that's good, while he was helping out another customer. It was an unreal sensation. It was like my feet were floating above the ground. People often say that sneakers are tires for your feet. Well, these sneakers were tires and added suspension. I tried on the other sneakers that Jerry gave me, but nothing compared to these ugly New Balance sneakers. I left the store shortly after thinking, where has the shoe technology been? Besides the alien technology I have in my sneakers, here are a few of my takeaways from the Foot Whisperer. Go to a specialty store. No joke. These people know what they're talking about. Don't take sneaker advice from your friends. There are so many kinds of running shoes out there, you should definitely go to a store to find the right one. Unless directed otherwise, buy for comfort. You shouldn't have to feel the road. Here's a word of encouragement from Jerry. Your history gets you to the finish line, not your biometrics. I found that comforting. And lastly, one of the most important things Jerry said was, the details you don't notice about the shoe is just as important as the things you do notice. So if you're shoe shopping and you find a pair that's a bit snug, keep in mind the things that you didn't notice, like the toe cushioning. I thought it was an interesting approach that I never took into consideration. So what does this mean for my beloved Sambas? Only that I have to wear them in moderation. I can't jog or run in them. But walking a couple of miles in them is not going to hurt my feet. Anything after that, I may have to switch to my New Balance shoes. But now that I have my running shoes, the real training begins. And I forgot how much I dislike running. That's it for Marathon Man. I want to give a big thank you to Jerry at Urban Athletics. If you live in the New York area and if you need running shoes, Jerry is the first person you should talk to. Check out his website, www.urbanathleticsnyc.com. The store is located on Madison between 91st and 92nd Street. 
And you can call the store at 212-282-1906. I also want to thank Dr. Joseph Bosco for talking to me about why a good pair of running shoes are important. You can listen to Dr. Bosco on Doctor Radio every Thursday from 6 to 8 a.m. on Sirius XM 81. Also, a very special thanks to my colleague Scott for talking to me about Jerry and my colleague Jamila for ridiculing me about my sneakers of choice. If you want a good laugh, follow Jamila on Twitter at JamilaZW. She's always posting funny and thoughtful tweets. Marathon Man is a Wonder Wheel Media production. If you like the show, please subscribe to the show and rate it on iTunes or your platform of choice. If you want to send me some words of encouragement or better yet, Simpsons GIFs, those are my favorite, tweet me at Matthew underscore Bogart on Twitter. And for everyone who said I should start an Instagram account, I did. Follow the podcast on Instagram at MarathonManPod, all one word. New episodes of Marathon Man will hit your favorite podcast app on Thursdays. See you next time.